My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. Back in the studio for the first time in almost a month. Um, first of all, folks, I apologize for yesterday. Um, this the the last uh, three days has just about done me in. Quite frankly, there was no way in the world I had the strength to do a um, a show yesterday. So I, it's the last minute I had to cancel out. You can hear my voice is gone. Getting back in the cold weather, it was cold in the last two days on these sand dam uh, and going into Los Angeles. I mean, in San Diego, it was cold in San Diego. Uh, Then it was, of course, cold when I got to uh, Baltimore uh, last night. And quite frankly, I'm run down. (laughs) I don't mind admitting it. The the cruises itself were fantastic. Of course, I had the added stress of not having my phone. Uh, Those of you that missed out on that whole scenario, my Uber driver apparently knocked the phone out of my bag uh, on the way to uh, get on the Zandam. He later found it, and between a combination of um, Cindy Lee, who that he started calling people when he found the phone, and he realized the ship was gone, plus security wouldn't let him back in. But anyway, the... Um, He started calling people and came up with Cindy Lee, who's a friend of mine, uh, and he dialed that number and she answered it and uh, explained the situation. And she said, well, let me call his niece. And so she called Amanda. Amanda called uh, Amigo John up in Crookston, Minnesota. Between John and Nate, 
Uh, everybody's coordinating, trying to get my phone where it needs to be. Nate ended up in Fort Lauderdale, got the phone. Then when he had to leave Fort Lauderdale, um, he gave it to a friend of his, and she set up with me to be at the uh, airport in Fort Lauderdale at 10 a.m., and she was there. So I got my phone back. In the meantime, uh, there's a couple of things that I found out about this, this whole scenario from start to finish. Number one, it's not the best idea to sail out of uh, Baltimore in uh, the middle of the winter because it was cold. And it was cold for the first couple of days of the trip. Um, and it was, uh, it was cold the last couple of days of the trip. So, yeah, in the middle, it was nice and warm, but it, it was not on either end of it. That started me down this rabbit hole of, uh, of being off my game as far as my voice goes. Then, uh, of course, I got off the ship in Baltimore, flew straight to um, Fort Lauderdale, got on the Zandam with no phone, went to 15 days. Here's where the trouble ended up. The last, again, the last couple of days of the cruise, it was cold. And I got into um, San Diego, uh, Ubered over to the airport. I was at the airport like 8.30 in the morning. I had a 12-hour layover until my plane flew out of there. Then took the red eye to Fort Lauderdale. Got in to Fort Lauderdale at 5.30 in the morning. I met her to get my phone at 10. And I didn't fly out until, actually it was closer to six o'clock, flight was delayed. And so I was uh, like 8.30, 9 o'clock getting into Baltimore. And by the time I got to the hotel, I hadn't slept in, you know, 48 hours. And, and then back in the cold weather, it was just, you know, it's a bad situation. But anyway, I'm back in studio. Uh, I apologize again for canceling yesterday's show. And also, I apologize for the scratchy voice. Uh, I know I've got to do the, start doing the tea thing and you know, all that business to get my voice back. I'll be on top of that. All right, now, to get back to uh, uh, what we're here for, welcome to Tuesday Travel and Cruise Industry News. And it's the 21st day of March 2023. The main story, the lead story this morning is Norwegian returns to the e-muster drill. Also today, the headlines, we got Vancouver expecting a record breaker. Symphony of the Sea sets a new record. Ventura rescues three from a yacht off Mexico. 
Simultaneously, the Grand Princess rescue, rescues two off the coast of Australia and Frank Del Rio to retire. That and a lot more here at 11 o'clock this morning. All right, folks, today is National California Strawberry Day. Now, I don't suppose uh, if you looked at what does it have a stamp on it that says it's a California strawberry? What if um, I'm eating a North Carolina strawberry or a Florida strawberry? Who writes these things? National California Strawberry Day. And I'm not saying anything against California strawberries. I love strawberries. I don't care where they're grown. When the season's in, Virginia strawberries are fine too. But anyway, if you're listening via the podcast, welcome aboard. The... um, Anytime you you uh, want to jump over to see uh, anything in the video feed, there's always a description for you to do just that. The podcast is available anywhere that you uh, find your podcasts, all the big hitters. Tune in Spotify, Heart Radio, Pandora, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You just search for travel and cruise industry news, and that pops the fat travel guy. So anyway, if you're listening, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your stuff from. All right. We do have quite a bit of news to cover, and I do have a scratchy voice, so we're going to get on with things relatively soon. But first, a word from Scooterround. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scooterround. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. All right, and you know, scoot around, they're the reason I can do what I do, uh, even without a phone, <laughs> which that was testy. I've got a lot of stuff to write about from this last round of cruises. But at any rate, Scoot around, that's my strength, you know. Uh, and if you're, if you're traveling anywhere, whether it's to a land base or on a cruise, call them. You know, I had, I had a scooter in my hotel in New Orleans. I was able to run all over New Orleans. But anyway, couldn't do it without these folks. All right. I'll be back with today's news after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. 
Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Uh, getting on with the news today, the lead story comes out of Norwegian. Norwegian Cruise Line has been listening. They've quietly updated the mustard drill policy, moving back to the e-mustard drill after having resumed the more traditional in-person mustard drill late January. One of the things that was probably a poor planning on Norwegian's site was that the first cruise back with the in-person mustard drill just happened to be when the uh, hundreds of us were on the bloggers cruise and everybody got thrown into the big cluster, you know what, having to go back to the old fashioned mustard drill and have a complete waste of time. So everybody that was on that cruise, I think, complained about that. And I mean, it's been happening across Norwegian, not just on the one ship. But anyway, frequent cruisers will be thrilled to learn that the at your leisure e-muster drill will be returning this spring as early as April the 1st for some ships. Once on board a cruise, what happens is guests only need to visit their assigned muster station location, which is printed on the ship's card and posted in their stateroom to complete the drill. In total, completing the e-muster drill may take only 20 minutes of the guest time, which is broken up into pre-cruise videos that you can watch beforehand, and just a few minutes spent on board visiting and checking in at the actual station which may be located in one of the ship's lounges or restaurants, the casino, or other public spaces. It is so much easier to do the e-muster drill. So, hats off to Norwegian. They're the first one to have left the e-muster and to go back to the e-muster. I hope other uh, cruise lines will do the same thing. So, hats off to Norwegian on this one. All right, story number two today has to deal with our friends down in Vancouver. I guess I should say up in Vancouver. When the 2023 Alaska cruise seasons begins in April, 
the Port of Vancouver is expecting to uh, to be only the start of a record-breaking season with hundreds of ship visits and potentially more than, listen to this number, one million passengers that will set sail from the busiest cruise port in Canada. The first ship of the season is Sapphire Princess. You know, I'm going to be on Sapphire Princess in August. Anyway, the Sapphire Princess will be the first to arrive in Canada when she gets there on Wednesday, April the 12th, quickly followed by Norwegian Bliss and Konigsdam on the 13th. The remaining schedule includes Brilliance of the Seas arriving on Sunday, April 23rd, Celebrity Solstice on Wednesday, May the 3rd, Seaborn Odyssey on Thursday, May the 11th, and Disney Wonder on May 15th. So a big year planned for uh, Vancouver. Now that's just in Vancouver, folks. That does not include the people sailing out of uh, Seattle or San Francisco or Los Angeles. They all have ships going to Alaska. But just from Vancouver. Most of the cruises from Vancouver go from Vancouver to Anchorage, Anchorage back to Vancouver. So you've got more time spent in Alaska waters rather than going all the way from Seattle up and back. So you got a, you got a little better shot of enjoying the beauty of Alaska. All right, story number three. Symphony of the Seas. Is in the process of winding up its transatlantic voyage. With a few thousand people on board. It's actually a remarkable set of circumstances, but Symphony of the Seas just arrived in Europe carrying more than 7,000 people. After completing a transatlantic voyage that departed Miami on March the 9th, the Oasis-class ship became the ship carrying the most people on board during a completed transatlantic voyage in peacetime. Now, that's the stipulation, folks, that it's in peacetime but it did set a new record. 7,604 people on board, 5,350 passengers, 2,224 crew members. It arrived in Malaga, Spain on Sunday, completing the voyage across the Atlantic that will enter the history books. And our own Katie and her friend Angela were, of course, on that sailing. So they're part of history. The Oasis-class ship is now a world record holder for the vessel carrying more people across the Atlantic Ocean than any other vessel in the history of in history in peacetime. After visiting Malaga 
Symphony visited Valencia yesterday, is scheduled to complete the 12-day cruise and arrive in Barcelona today. Symphony of the Seas, built in 2018, was the world's largest of the ship between 2018 and 2022. She will go into dry dock in Cadiz and undergo routine maintenance and classwork at the shipyard. Symphony of the Seas will resume operations on April the 16th with a series of seven-night cruises in the Western Caribbean. Uh, excuse me, the Western Mediterranean. Get your seats right, Chile. While impressive, the transatlantic record set by Symphony of the Seas is not the all-time record for a cruise ship crossing the Atlantic. In July 1943, the Cunard Ocean Liner Queen Mary set the record for a crossing of the Atlantic carrying 16,680 through 83 cruise members and troops on a single passage. Besides Symphony of the Seas, Royal has eight other ships in Europe this year. You got Symphony, you got Anthony, you got Odyssey, Serenade of the Seas, Explorer of the Seas, Prince of the Seas, Rhapsody of the Seas, Voyager of the Seas, and Jewel of the Seas. Congratulations to not only Symphony, but to our own Katie as being part of history. How about that? All right, this was a little bit of an unusual story. Piano Cruises uh, and Piano's Ventura rescued three people stranded on a sailing yacht yesterday off Mexico. The sailors made a call to the U.S. Coast Guard requesting assistance after the vessel had lost steering ability in the Gulf. On Monday, as the liner was sailing towards New Orleans, they had a distress, distress call from the yacht that had three people on it, one male and two females. Ventura had crossed uh, the boat before, but later they got a call and had to turn the ship back to rescue them. The rescue was completed successfully, and all three are now safe as Ventura resumed her scheduled route to New Orleans. Now, question on that. This isn't like just a uh, one of the rescue boats from um, Cuba, which is made of sticks and stones and cardboard and whatever else they could, styrofoam whatever they could put together to make a seaworthy craft. What did they do with the ship? This was a sailing vessel that lost its steerage. So I have no idea what that, what they're going to do for that one. I'd like to have an answer to that one, though. Now, <clears throat> simultaneously... The Grand Princess over in Australia, the crew of the Grand Princess rescued two sailors stranded at sea after their boat suffered engine failure and began taking on water near the coast of Wilson's, Australia. 
The sailors, a 58-year-old man and a 29-year-old woman, had escaped in a dinghy after activating the emergency beacon. Authorities dispatched a rescue team, which included a helicopter ship located approximately 130 nautical miles away. However, the Grand Princess was the closest vessel and was asked to conduct the rescue. The helicopter guided the cruise ship toward the dinghy, and the sailors were retrieved from the dinghy with the help of a rescue boat, Albaid, with a, a minor incident where one of the passengers fell overboard. So two rather unusual rescues at the same time. And finally this morning, in the way of news, Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings announced that Frank Del Rio has decided to retire and step down from his position as the company's president and chief, chief executive officer and from its board of directors effective June 30th, according to a press release. Del Rio will serve as a con, uh, consultant capacity as a senior advisor to the board through 2025. Harry Summer, who has served as president and CEO of NCL since 2020, has been appointed to succeed Del Rio and will also join the company's board effective July the 1st. David Herrera, who has served as chief consumer sales and marketing officer, will succeed Sumner as president of NCL effective April the 1st. Del Rio's well-deserved retirement is the culmination of a remarkable career spanning three decades in the cruise industry. At times, he's been a very controversial figure, um, especially in, when it comes to nepotism. But he's done a magnificent job in steering the Norwegian cruise holdings through the pandemic. All right, that's going to wrap up the news portion of today's show. Let's jump over and see who's in the chat room today. Kenneth's with us. Hey, Kenneth. Was there a show yesterday? I thought I looked, but I didn't see you. No, there wasn't. At the last minute, I had to cancel it out. Mike says, no show yesterday. Cindy's with us. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Chile. Get well soon. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I don't feel bad. It's just my voice is gone to crap. Uh, so that's, the, you know, the, we start in on the tea business. Um, and yeah, it helps me get some sleep. So I was able to sleep last night. Blaine's with us from Raleigh Creative Travel. Good morning, uh, Blaine. Hot Air Tom is here. Again, Tom, what can I say? Tom grabbed me a hotel room in Baltimore. There's no way in the world I could have driven home once I got there. Uh, but then by uh, even by the next morning after I slept some, I was just in no shape for doing a show. I struggled to get home. And I was only, what, a four and a half hour drive. 
But anyway, Hot Air Tom comes through for me once again. Nikki's with us. A chilly 66 degrees in Jacksonville this morning. Yeah, that's, you know, it was 24 here when I got up today. So I'm back into the cold weather and just not ready for cold weather. Yo, yo, Brooklyn in the house. Hi, Eddie. Eddie says he's fuzzing and lurking. Oh, lurking. Good morning, everyone. I'm here freezing. Anyway. Hot air, hot air Tom says, being 10 years old, younger than Chili, I knew there was no way he would be fit to drive after a long flight across country. No way I could do that. Yeah, and Hot Air Tom, you're absolutely right. Um, and it, it just fell into place where I had to do all that damn time in the airports. That's what killed me. Actually, I didn't do bad on either flight. But it was the sitting around an airport, not being able to easily get to a bathroom or easily get to someplace to eat or drink. Um, and the two airlines that I, I used, JetBlue, does not have a lounge in San Diego. Spirit does not have a lounge in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, my friend uh, Patrick, um, that was on his show well, a couple months ago, sent me a message that there is a uh, independent lounge at the San Diego airport that was reasonably near where I was. And I asked for directions to that lounge and was told that, sorry, it's closed for maintenance. So that didn't help me at all. Tell us about the seats on your flight flights. JetBlue was probably decent. JetBlue, JetBlue was uh, much better um, than Spirit. Um, I had more room. You know, when I book a flight, I always book the uh, outside seat so my left leg, which I have the most amount of trouble with on my mechanical issues, uh, that uh, is next to the aisle. So I do, do have a chance to stretch it out. However, the JetBlue seemed to have more room just underneath the seats. So, and then the first Spirit flight, they tried to force me into a window seat. And I said, no. You know, that's why I book an aisle seat because, you know, I can't be stuffed into to a window seat. 
and not being able to move my leg at all. And they said, well, uh, you, you can't have your oxygen then. I, what do you mean I can't have my oxygen? It has to be put up in storage. What? Yeah, that was what they said. Now, the spirit flight from Fort Lauderdale to Baltimore, they didn't tell me that. So I had my oxygen with me in the normal seat uh, as you know, I booked it. So that was just weird. But anyway, yeah, it was a it was a tough two days basically that I had no sleep because of two twelve hour periods in the airports. So again, folks, my apologies for yesterday. I'm going to nurse but today, by the way, I take another COVID test. Uh, just to make sure you know, that this is just, you know, a, a, a laryngitis kind of thing. So, Cindy says that was a crazy travel schedule. Yeah, it was awful. Just awful. And Nate's giving me uh, hell. Next time, let me book your flights. Oh, okay, you want to book my flights? Go right ahead. Anyway, that's going to wrap me up for today, guys. I promise, folks, I'll get back to normal. Maybe another nice long nap today. And another good night's sleep tonight. And I'll be back to my fighting weight. Come tomorrow. Yeah, I don't count on it. Anyway, guys, that's going to wrap me up today. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And one day soon, <coughs> excuse me, we'll all get together on the hot seas. Have a fantastic day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.